everyone, and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. I'm Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors, how all four of those aspects can improve your life, making your life a healthier, happier, and more successful one, which I think is something that everyone wants. So today, being the Saturday sit-down edition, that's where I have an awesome guest on. Uh, today, I've got Jessica McKinnis. She's the wife of one of my good friends. Clint. Uh, They're quite the dynamic duo. But Jessica is uh, just an amazing person. She's a PN1, so nutritionist. Uh, She helps specifically women uh, with their nutrition goals. She is a fellow first form legionnaire and uh, just has a lot more knowledge when it comes to nutrition than I do. I just have some experience, but she has a lot of experience and knowledge, and she's a a working mom. Uh, She has multiple things going on as well with sports and her children, Uh, so I appreciate that she took time out of her day to share her knowledge with us here on the podcast. Uh, But before I get into that and the amazing conversation that I had, let me just share some of the great companies that I work with as some show sponsors and partners. First off, of course, First Form. Uh, If you want any supplements whatsoever, I recommend no other company. Don't look any further. Uh, First Form has the best U.S.-made, manufactured uh, supplements around. If you're looking for a good protein powder, if you're looking for a uh, good micronutrient bundle, um, some multivitamins, fish oils, stuff to take in the backcountry, good snacks, good protein bars, whatever it is, you can shoot me a message and I'll direct you in the right Uh, path. Or if you already know what you want, go check out First Form. The link's down below. That link will get you free shipping across the website. They rarely do sales, so get you free shipping. (laughs) And then, of course, if they have a sale going on, um, you can add free shipping to that as well. But I highly recommend First Form. Just a great company. And of course, go check out First Form Outdoors as well and their social medias. Another great company, Absolute Aid. Absolute Aid does some of the best and well, the best CBD chewables that I have ever used. And they just have some great formulas, whether you're looking for kind of a relief formula to be able to sleep better. Uh, Me personally, I use relief for uh, recovery days, uh, active recovery days or days after a hard workout where I'm feeling a little uh, more sore. Then I just add that to my vitamin regimen and it helps take the edge off. Uh, but go check them out. They also have a topical ointment that you can rub on. Um, go check out absoluteaid.com. Link down below. Use that code and save some money. Also, alpenfuel.com. I can't talk about them enough. They are going to keep your gut doing well in the backcountry with good, high-quality food. Uh, you definitely, as you're hiking, backpacking, don't go pick up the stuff at Walmart, guys. Go order alpenfuel.com. Or if you're local to Montana, go Find some local stores where you can pick them up. Best granola, hands down. Uh, If you're gluten-free like me, they definitely cater to that as well. Just good, wholesome ingredients. They also sell Heather's Choice and Peak Refuel. If you're looking for meals outside of granola, uh, go check those out and save some money with the link down below. Another great company that I don't have a code for you guys, Kafaru. Kafaru backpacks are just state-of-the-art, top-of-the-line, buy once, cry once. They pack weight like no other. Uh, great for backpacking, great for hunting. Um, I've been carrying weight around the neighborhood and had a couple of trips up the mountain with mine. And my daily driver is the Shape Charge 
That's my EDC backpack. But this year I'm going to be running more than likely the Hellbender, uh, but also I've got the Hoodlum backpack as well um, on that duplex light frame. Go check out Kafaru. And if you're going to their new open house that's happening, go to my Instagram, check that out, or their Instagram and check it out. Uh, I'll be up there in Wyoming uh, for their new grand opening. So go check all those out, guys. Uh, any other companies down below, such as Affect Beard Oil, he gives 10% to charity of your purchase. No matter if you've got a long or short beard, if it's itchy, get some beard oil. If you got a longer beard, get some beard butter to pair up with it and shape your beard a little bit better. Look good for your spouse. Or if you just want to look good and smell good, <laughs> get some beard oil over at Affect Beard Oil. Okay, guys, I have gone over the great, amazing companies that I work with. I've got some other reviews and stuff coming down the line for you. But for now, let's tune in to this great conversation I have with Jessica and how she incorporates fitness and nutrition into her life. All right, everyone. I've got Jessica McKinnis here. Uh, she is a nutritionist, and I definitely want to speak to her about that because I feel like that's something that's under underutilized in the fitness industry. It's talked about a lot, but not a lot of people actually do anything about it. So, um, but Jessica is just an awesome person that loves getting outdoors, is getting into hunting as well, um, but is mainly focused on nutrition and has her own business. So, Jessica, give us a little bit more about who you are and what you want the listeners to know about you. Oh, goodness. Um, well, thank you for having me. First off, uh, I'm super excited about this. Um, so I really am just a busy mom. Um, and that's kind of where my nutrition came from trying to survive, uh, keeping up with my kids and feeling good and teaching them good habits, um, just kind of spiraled from there. So now I just get to help other busy moms feel better while they're chasing kids around and build more confidence through nutrition. No, I definitely agree with that. It's not easy, uh, especially when you have kids and your kids are in like traveling sports yeah. and uh, <laughs> all sorts of different sports. I mean, you guys have wrestlers and baseball players and soccer players and, you know, we go down the gamut, but uh, that's that's awesome. And, you know, it it's definitely something to be said about taking care of yourself. Um, it, it's not always some people like to overcomplicate it and they feel like they have mm -hmm. to have these cool recipe books and all this stuff. And I love your approach of keeping it simple. Um, because simple is sustainable. And, and I right. try and preach that as well with fitness and anything else that I do. If you overcomplicate it, no one wants to stick with it. Right. Or if you're cutting out everything that you actually do love, like you're never going to stick to that. So if you figure out the real basics and the foundations of everything, and then kind of figure out how it can work for you, that's how you make things sustainable. That's what I get to teach people how to do. Exactly. So tell us a little bit more about how you got into nutrition uh, to begin with, because I mean, I'm sure this wasn't something that you were born doing. Uh, so what piqued your interest about nutrition and, and got you going down that rabbit hole? So I always, I always worked out. I mean, I've had three kids. So trying to get back to my pre, whatever my pre baby body was going to be uh, after having a baby. Um, so I always, I was active and worked out, but I never actually knew what I was doing nutrition wise. Um, when my husband and I got engaged, uh, I, we both wanted to look our best for our wedding. Um, and so I started to dig a little bit deeper and actually got super interested in it. Uh, I love the math and I loved, um, like the problem solving and making things fit. So that definitely sucked me in, but then just getting our actual results, um, 
I had never looked the way that I wanted to look, but it always felt like I was working so hard. And that nutrition piece was what I was really missing. And so once I got that figured out and put everything together, I was like, holy cow, all these people, we're doing this completely wrong. Like it doesn't have to be this crazy, complicated, restrictive, horrible thing that we're trying to make it. It's actually pretty easy. And there's ways that we can do it even when we are super crazy, busy chasing kids and keeping everybody going. Um, so it just like figuring out simple ways that I could actually help people get real results has just been, it's been really, really cool. And seeing people get results and hearing women feel better and get their confidence back. It's, it's really, really, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And you, and I love that you've picked the kind of the niche of women and even more so it seems like women that are either in the workforce or that have children mm -hmm. or both. Um, and, you know, I was speaking with someone earlier today that I feel like women a lot of the time, um, and it's not that just women stay at home, there's men that stay at home as well, but uh, women that stay at home or even work from home and manage a house, uh, it's underappreciated 100%. <laughs> and uh, it, not only underappreciated, but it's almost a thankless job. Uh, mm -hmm. Kids aren't very thankful unless you teach them to be. And even then, it's still, <laughs> they don't like you. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think that's awesome that you've, that you've taken that. So, um, you know, you delved into nutrition, you went and got your PN1 certification. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe talk us through that a little bit too. What does PN1 stand for? And, uh, you know, I mean, why does that interest you? <laughs> so PN1, I think that, I mean, it, it, it's an automatic thing. Like you feel like you should be certified in something. I wanted to be qualified to actually help these people. Um, so precision nutrition level one, um, is my certification, um, in exercise nutrition, which is a, it's a pretty, uh, basic certification. Um, definitely something that I would love to build on eventually, but I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't necessarily think that a whole bunch of certifications makes you qualified to help people, but but it was an interesting course and it, it was really helpful. It definitely taught me a lot more about like the actual science of nutrition, um, which again, kind of just nerd out on and it's pretty, it's really cool. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with that too. I, I don't necessarily delve into the in-depth stuff, but I, I do like playing around with macros and figuring out what works best, how my body feels. And mm -hmm. it's interesting to me that some people feel better on other things versus the way I feel. Um, you know, I crave more savory things. Some people crave a lot of sweets, like my wife prefers sweet stuff. And so it, it all of that kind of is interesting to me. It's not interesting enough to delve into it. Like I do with, <laughs> with bows and fitness and yeah. all the other, like the other parts of fitness, but, uh, but that that's pretty cool. And I love that that's, you turned a passion into a career. So again, you know, you, you had a nine to five, a regular nine mm -hmm. to five. Now you work a 24 seven. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and so you went from that, I, I remember kind of watching it and, you know, I I'm, I'm friends with your, your husband and, uh, Clint, and we won't talk about Clint on this podcast, but that's his <laughs> name drop there. Uh, but I'm friends with Clint. And then, you know, he was telling me about your journey. So I started kind of looking into what you were doing and I, I, I love how you let other people know about how kind of scary it was. And it's not kind of scary. It was scary to leave a solid nine to five and starting your own business and practice. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Kind of walk us through that process. Maybe someone who is looking to uh, leave their nine to five and is kind of going through those same emotions. Man, it's scary. <laughs> it, that, it is still uh, the scariest decision 
I have ever made. Um, but I was just genuinely miserable in my job. I was not happy. I came home unhappy. I couldn't appreciate what I had here because I knew that tomorrow I had to go back to work. Um, and I sat down with Clint who is also self-employed has been for several years. Um, and I was like, how can we make this? Like, I really, really love helping people feel better and like teaching people this nutrition stuff. How can I do this full time? Like, what do I need to do? And so we sat down, we made a financial plan. Um, and really I just got to work. Like I knew that I had to get out of where I was at and that I like had no idea how I was going to do it really like, will it work? I still don't know, <laughs> but like even on my hardest days, even on my days where I'm like, how are we going to pull this off? Like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to feed all hundred of these kids this week? <laughs> like there's not a second that I have regretted leaving that job and just giving this everything that I've got. So I don't know. I guess if you were looking for advice, just figure out what you got to do and make it happen. Don't, yeah. I mean, there's still people that are like, well, I guess if it doesn't work, you can start applying for this job or this place is hiring. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't need that. I need you to just like, listen to me complain for a second, if that's what I need and encourage me and tell me I'll figure it out. Cause I know that I will. I don't know how, but I know that I will and it'll be fine. So I guess yeah. just trust in yourself, like believe that you can do it. If you're going to do it, do it. No, definitely. That That's really good advice. And so you didn't just like one day walk out of your job and be like, peace, you know, and no. just like, okay. So <laughs> no, no. just for the people out there listening, like that's not how it's done. You don't, I mean, no, no, I guess no. you can, if you think you're cool, but it's not really going to work out well for you. You kind yeah, of have to some, quite have that some stuff. Big of a leap of faith, yeah. but like have a, so have some sort of plan. Like, I mean, I think it took me about a year, maybe a little over a year. Once I finally had a plan to like make sure all of my debt was paid off. I had money and savings to survive. Um, cause I mean, we do have a lot of kids. Like <laughs> Life is not cheap, obviously, but, mm -hmm. um, have a good solid financial plan and some sort of idea of how you're going to make it work. But then you just got to dig in, keep going. No, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, and you know, again, a lot of people are like, they, they kind of think it's cool, uh, to be an entrepreneur or kind of do your mm -hmm. own thing here and there. And, you know, it, it, it's definitely not as simple as just like, I mean, you built up, you, like you said, you took over a year, you made mm -hmm. sure all your ducks were in a row. And um, I know you guys aren't a uh, huge religious family, but uh, you know, faith without works is dead. It's something that I, that I say. And I think that applies to even people that, like you said, leap of faith or people that aren't of necessarily a religion. Um, you have to put your own work in right? It's not mm -hmm. just going to be mm -hmm. handed to you. Exactly. And so the fact that you went through, you paid off all your debt, you had money and savings, you made sure your family was taken care of. You didn't just like sit back and be like, well, yes, you guys are out of luck. <laughs> SOL. Uh, right. And mac and cheese. You'll be exactly. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you had all your stuff lined up. So you dealt with the yeah. suck for a little bit more and, yeah. and you made sure that you created these things and, and you also had a good mentor happened to be your husband but that's another big thing too, is like getting with people, whether it be maybe a CPA that you trust, your spouse, um, sometimes that can be a little rough, uh, you know, so maybe not, but if it works out <laughs> good, like you guys, then awesome. Uh, but somebody that is actually successful in what they do as an entrepreneur, it doesn't have to be the same line of work as you or what you want to go into, but just helping you walk through those steps. I think you pointed out some really good things there. Um, and then, so back on the, the nutrition side of things, what, what are some things that 
if you'd had to say maybe three things that people, uh, I guess, underestimate or undervalue with nutrition um, that you kind of generally point out to people when you start working with them, uh, what would those three things be? Uh, protein, number one. Protein intake is a huge thing that we're all missing. Um, water. <laughs> and a lot of people don't drink water like mm -hmm. at all. And I, I can't wrap my head around that one, but it is super common. So protein, water, uh, fruits and veggies. Yep. I mean, it really can be that simple. If you increase your protein intake, make sure you're having a good quality protein source at every meal, increase your water intake and eat some fruits and vegetables throughout the day you'll see huge changes without even doing that much. Right. Exactly. And so, so, uh, McDonald's burgers aren't a good source of protein guys. No uh, <laughs> diet Coke <laughs> is not your water intake, even though that's not your water the, intake. Yeah. That's like the, that's like the mom choice in Utah's diet Coke. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, eat a, what well, would you say, would you agree with that mindset of, um, you know, I've, I've heard from Dan, obviously, but uh, eat a rainbow every day. Is that yeah. similar or how do you kind of approach the vegetable aspect? Uh, I just try to include one or the other in every meal. I mean, it's not necessarily like a super, I'm not perfect all the time. Sometimes the produce at the store looks like crap and you don't come home with anything, but yep. um, the best that you can do to include a fruit or a vegetable at every time, every meal, every time you sit down to eat. You have one or the other. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. And you know, again, finding things that you like because not everyone likes Brussels sprouts. No. Unless they're doused in butter, which is not good. Right. Uh, you know. <laughs> and so, like finding those fruits and veggies that you're that you're comfortable with that you can eat without a ton of ranch or a ton of peanut butter with your apples, like yeah. find something <laughs> that you know, like all of that kind of makes it unhealthy, right? But I'm just kind of right. thinking of things that I grew up with that, uh, you know, they were good because we we're getting vegetables, but at the same time, I kind of got those bad habits of all the peanut butter and all the ranch and yeah, drowning and, uh, everything in ranch dressing. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, you're kind of having ranch with a little bit of vegetables on the side. So our Velveeta, you know, our thing in our house when we were little was broccoli with Velveeta on it. Oh man. <laughs> See, my, mine was Brussels sprouts with butter and that's what, you know, you kind of like cook them in butter. <laughs> so they taste like butter. They taste good, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody will eat them if it tastes like butter. Exactly. Um, or deep fried. I had deep fried Brussels sprouts like six months Ooh. ago. I've never had those before. It was so good. <laughs> wow. I actually like uh, Brussels sprouts, but I could see how deep fried and butter would be just dangerous. Perfect, yeah. just had that perfect <laughs> texture. I, so I can't do, I couldn't do their fries cause I'm gluten-free. And so yeah. they had the, they had the fried, uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And man, it was so good. I won't tell you where they're at so you don't get in trouble. But <laughs> yeah, I would be in trouble. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So when you said a quality source of protein, so I want to delve into that because a, a lot of people think, you know, um, maybe they think they're getting too much protein already, or they, they, they're worried they're going to bulk up with protein. Talk a little bit about protein, um, why that's important for men just as well as women. Uh, and I mean, obviously you specialize in helping women. So how do you approach the protein subject uh, with women, I guess, specifically? So a one thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is that protein is what builds our entire body. So things that we see, our hair, our skin, our nails. So if you have like your hair's breaking off, your nails are breaking or peeling, that's also micronutrient deficiency, but protein is part of that also. Um, 
So protein will improve the look and the feel of all those things. So women are like, like, I want to look better. I want to feel better. If your body is able to work better because you're feeding it better, giving it those protein sources, the micronutrient, uh, everything just works better. So I also had, I had a conversation with one of the moms this weekend and she was, um, just asking like basic nutrition questions, you know, and that's one of the things that I recommend to everybody is increase your protein intake. And she was like, well, how come this look like, why does this look happen with moms? (laughs) We've had babies, we've been stretched out. Like (laughs) things are not what they used to be. If you increase your protein intake, that will improve this, your skin. But also if you're lifting weights and building that muscle, that helps the look of the way that like what's underneath your skin. So it helps fill your body back out. So we don't have that like staggy, you know, the soft moms know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> moms know what I'm talking about. so yeah, it helps all of that. So I think that's where I think honestly, that's the biggest thing for moms, especially for women, especially because we want to look better. And that's such a source of like low confidence especially after we've had babies. So if you can do just that one simple thing and drinking more water helps your skin too, but it really makes a huge difference. No, definitely. And again, I, I try and anytime this comes up, like I try and point this out because I think it, again, it's undervalued. Women give up so much. I mean, you've got a, mm-hmm. a baby and that you're growing, you're literally growing humans. Like when yeah. you put it that way, it's like, you know, or people say C-section, like it's nothing. And I've been there. It's not nothing. Like right. yeah. C-section is literally getting ripped in half. It's not, yeah. it's not pretty. And, no. uh, and so, you know, women go through a lot, you sacrifice a lot. And so wanting to get back to, and maybe you'll never get back to where you think your peak was. Um, but honestly, like, like what you're saying, you take the steps, you control what you can control mm-hmm. and the protein will help with the elasticity of your, right. of your skin Again, it'll help build up your, your, uh, your hair, your nails, all those, the extra, and, um, it, it'll help for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And what, what are some good sources of protein that you would recommend, uh, to people? So things I typically recommend, um, chicken, obviously meats, lean meats. I say lean meats always. So like chicken breast, uh, like sirloin steak, if you're going to go steak, Um, if you're doing eggs, always add egg whites. Uh, we do liquid egg whites because they're cheaper and it's easier than separating (laughs) the eggs. Uh, so always add those to your eggs. Um, really like the little crunchy shells in your, (laughs) no, I don't love those. (laughs) I do get those. My kids seem to leave those in there. Like they think that I like them, but extra protein. (laughs) It's something man. (laughs) Uh, yeah, those are usually my big ones. Um, if you have to, like, if you really do have a hard time, if you're on the go a lot, protein powder can come in handy, but a lot of times I just like to do it through food. Yep. I agree with that hundred percent. It's, uh, you know, and we both work with first form, mm-hmm. you know, and there, uh, and we'll delve into that a little bit here, but, uh, but first, you know, it, it's, it is a good, like you said, a good quality source of protein. And so, um, I love your approach and I approach it the same way when I work with people, just giving them kind of the base the basics. Uh, I always say, you know, let's get your nutrition through food. And then, mm-hmm. you know, cause everyone, you know, I'm sure you have the same thing where they, they speak with you and they're like, Oh, what do I need to drink? What do I need to take? What do I need to buy? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Right. And so yeah. when I tell them like, no, I want you tracking for the first two weeks, just so I can see your baseline. I need to know where mm-hmm. you're at. 
right? And they kind of get shocked because again, we both work with the supplement company, but we're not here to sell supplements. Right. We're here to fill gaps if right. you need them. And so I love that approach of trying to get everything through Whole Foods. Obviously, it's not always possible. Um, and then finding not the Costco brand of protein, um, but a good, <laughs> you know, high quality protein yeah. that's not going to cause you to bloat. That's not going to cause you to uh, have any of the other issues uh, that protein can cause you to have. So why did you choose First Form to start working with them and not any of the other billions of supplement companies that are out there? Um, so I used a low quality protein powder for a long time, um, that is marketed specifically to women. And so that's why I used it because it supposedly didn't have all these extra things that women don't need. Pink? Um, I don't remember. I think it, oh, it might be, it might be, uh, <laughs> but then when Clinton and I started dating, he was listening to Andy Versella and he was like, Hey, you should listen to this podcast. So I listened to a few episodes, totally got hooked like you do when you're listening to Andy. Um, well, I did want to ask about that too. Did it take you a couple of episodes to get over his gruffness? Like I how... don't think so. No, okay. I, I mean, you know, my husband is pretty like loud yeah. and <laughs> so I was kind of used to it, but I actually respond better to a more like in your face, like mm-hmm. straight to the point, like, tell me where I'm messing up. Tell me how to fix it. I respond better to that than like the tiptoe around. Gotcha. So I, I, I liked Andy right from the start, but, uh, he had an episode where he just casually mentioned first form. And then, um, I think Clint had a couple of things here at the house that I'd seen him use. Um, so I decided to start like switching over and obviously there was a cost difference between <laughs> a very low quality product and what first form offers. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of an adjustment, but once I tasted it, I mean, it, I, you know, I mean, it, there is no protein powder that tastes like first form. You, you didn't have too. any clumps that just like exploded oh my gosh, in your no. mouth. And like, like my gut wasn't like <laughs> destroyed. It was insane. Yeah. So then crazy. I was hooked. Um, and then, like I said, when Clint and I got engaged, they were getting ready to launch a mm-hmm. transformation challenge. And so I joined that. And when I took my, well, Clint took my day one pictures and I looked at myself, I was like, holy crap, this is not like, it's not even how I felt like I looked. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the turning point where I was like, all right, let's really figure this out. Cause this is not how I should look for all these things that I'm doing. I gotcha. And then yeah. I was just hooked on first form. Um, it was a few months. I think that was in like October of 18 and I applied for the Legionnaire program in April of 19. So it was a little while, but there was no other, there was, I mean, there was really no competition once I started figuring out what they were about. That's, that was it. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, you know, people will look at the price tag and especially mm-hmm. if you're not, not that invested. And I, I do tell people, be honest with yourself. Like if you're not ready to really make a change, you know where I'm at, I'm here to help, yeah. but you know, I'm not going to force you to do it. I'm not here to drag you along. Right. And so like, I feel like the people that aren't necessarily invested in themselves and it's sad to say that because you know, you've got one body and you're not going to be changing that body anytime soon, unless you mm-hmm. do something. So uh, there is a price difference, but it's also us sourced, manufactured, made, um, and it's made in a high quality, I think four or five star, whatever the top tier plant is, um, yeah. for, for nutrition stuff. And so it, it's great. Um, but again, it just fills gaps. It's not meant to three to four protein shakes a day 
all right. the protein bars, like that's still not good for you. Right. The, the whole food is what your body's made to, to take, take care of itself. Um, and then let's talk a little bit about water too. Cause you know, I'm over here sipping water cause I, you know, <laughs> drink close to a gallon or a gallon a day. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, other than the having to go to the bathroom constantly, what are the benefits of drinking <laughs> more water than, uh, than what people are used to drinking? More steps. Cause you're going to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> Increase your daily <laughs> movement. No, or dancing water if really... there's not a bathroom around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> our, um, our bodies are like what? 60 to 70% water. So you have to think if you're not drinking any water, that's causing some stress on your body. Um, if you're not helping your body filter out all these toxins that we're taking in constantly, where you have to realize that all of those are building up somewhere, they're going to cause problems somewhere. So just drink more water. (laughs) I mean, it's like the simplest thing. If you're going to pick one thing, just start drinking more water. Exactly. And by, and again, this goes back to tracking, right? So tracking that nutrition, Mm -hmm. tracking your water intake, because people will be surprised. Like they think they drink a lot and then Mm -hmm. they realize most of what they're drinking is either coffee, again, diet Coke or some (laughs) sort of tea, um, you know, or juice, you know, it's not just water. And I, I do agree with most people that cold water tastes better than warm water. I don't know why that is, but I don't think so. No, you don't. No. Oh man. I have to like, mine is like, (laughs) Like I fill it up at night and I leave it so that it's room temperature mm, in the morning. Nope. <laughs> I'm not like ice cold because my teeth, some of my teeth are a little sensitive, but I'm not yeah. like, like room temperature I can do if it's good filtered water, but, uh, yeah, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> it tastes better cold to me, That's but, funny. but, uh, what would be a good recommendation? What would you say for women? And then for men would be a good place to start, um, based on, you know, your knowledge, your experience. Uh, with water, what amount would you recommend for both men and women? I generally end up recommending a gallon regardless. Um, obviously if like summer months, if you're outside training, um, maybe a little bit more, but also like, don't skip on the electrolytes and the salts in your diet. If that's Mm -hmm. the case. Um, I think a lot of people are, and this may go into something different, but, uh, overhydrated and under like they're drinking too much water, but they're not actually hydrated. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So make sure you're paying attention to that too. But, uh, I always start everybody where they're at to begin with, start where you're at, figure out where you're at, um, start tracking it for a few days. Um, and then just increase it slowly. I mean, it doesn't have to be like straight from, okay, I'm drinking 24 ounces of water to tomorrow. I'm going to drink a gallon of water. Right. (laughs) Like you don't have to do anything crazy like that, that fast. Um, but I mean, start with an extra eight to 10 ounces, uh, have an extra glass like before a meal or first thing in the morning. I mean, you can make small changes and increase it slowly and then not be like, holy crap, I'm in the bathroom all the time. (laughs) Yep. No, exactly. Yeah. That, and, you know, make sure it's available as well, Mm -hmm. you know, because, um, you know, you don't have to carry around, you don't have to be one of those bodybuilders that buys the gallon jug at the The grocery store. Yeah. (laughs) Have your BCAAs. But you can, I mean, they make a lot of cute, like, tumblers that you can have mm. on your desk. I think what's the other mom cup. That's a thing, a Utah mom thing now, Stanley, uh, the Stanley cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, get you a cute Stanley cup if you want to, but yeah. I do. I mean, I have 32 ounce bottles that goes everywhere with me. And yeah. I mean, four of those every day and I'm done. So 
Don't make yeah. it too complicated. But if you're a sticker like, nerd like me, you know, just get an algae and it's like eight bucks. <laughs> and then these cool little tops on them that make it easier to drink and not get it all in your mustache. Yeah, you with know? your beard. <laughs> and your mustache. Mm-hmm. I know. I like those. to water it every once in a while, but not that much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, definitely the availability too. Cause you know, there's, there's people that I've worked with too, that and I'm sure you're the same way that just get busy. Right. And if mm-hmm. it's not on hand and you know, you don't have water fountains, maybe in your house or in your car, um, if it's not on hand, you're not going to drink it. Right. And so, and no one wants to spend five bucks on, you know, smart water, water bottles. Right. No. And right. So like get just one and then just refill it. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. fancy. You can get a fancy one again, keeping it cold because cold water is better, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but in all reality, like just having something, you know, I generally recommend about 24 to 32 ounce cups. Cause they're not outrageously big. Um, mm-hmm. but if you want to carry around a gallon jug, carry around a gallon jug, be the cool guy. Um, <laughs> you know, but it makes some cool it, covers for those now too. Yeah, I know. Right. And again, keeping it insulated because everyone likes cold water. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, and then with, with the nutrition and the, you know, I'm sorry, with the vegetables and the fruit that kind of feeds into also micronutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that a lot of people either are not taking a multivitamin or are deficient and need to take one? A hundred percent. I think that it would amaze a lot of people. Um, how many of their like little symptoms are actually micronutrient deficiencies and how many things could be helped if not solved just by taking a good multivitamin. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, I mentioned earlier the peeling nails, like that was a problem that I had for a long time. I never realized that it was a micronutrient deficiency. Hmm. Now my nails are stronger than they've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's weird. Again, you know, everyone thinks about just food in general. And that's the macro, right? So the macro is the big picture for, for mm-hmm. people that maybe aren't as nerdy about nutrition as you and me. <laughs> um, macronutrients are, you know, the protein, carbs, and fats, right? The mm-hmm. big picture stuff. And then the micronutrients are your multivitamins, your minerals, and all the things that you get through, like what you mentioned, electrolytes, or a good solid multivitamin, um, probiotics, things like that as well mm-hmm. that you may need. Um, but a good solid multivitamin, again, I I know I've been there. I'm sure you've been there with your experience, uh, taking some multivitamins leaves your stomach hurting. And it's almost like there's a knot in your gut. Mm -hmm. Um, like someone punched you in the gut. And I noticed that for me or fish, fish oil, even like getting the nasty fish burps. Um, you know, for me, I could generally solve that if I ate it with food. Um, but still sometimes the, the hard pellet, um, versions of, of multivitamins. I recently just learned and correct me if I'm wrong, but that those don't generally digest as well, because again, it's hard pressed. Um, your body has to, it's almost like, I I imagine it's almost like leaving a fish food. Like, I don't know if you've ever had fish and those out there listening probably know what I'm talking about, where you leave the little fish pellet because you're gone on vacation for a week (laughs) and it slowly digests and gives you food. I feel like that's kind of what those hard pressed pills are. Um, and you know, by the time it's filtered out, it only got maybe 50% to you right. know 25% of, of what it is. But tell us a little bit more about like, what would you generally recommend for micronutrients? Um, so yeah, definitely avoid any hard pressed tablets because they are going to pass through your body faster than your body can actually break them down and use the nutrients in them. Um, so avoid those as much as possible. Um, personally, I mean, and you can kind of get, you can get as crazy as you want to when it comes to micronutrients and like getting more specific, but a good multivitamin 
um, you and I both take the uh, microfactor packs from First Form. So those have the uh, multivitamin, they have an essential fatty acid capsule in them, um, a good quality fish oil because omega-3s are definitely lacking in our day-to-day, like just the American diet. Um, I also take a B complex, uh, which is really, really great, especially for women. Um, so I do recommend that one. Um, I think really that's like basics. I mean, you could start there and you can get as crazy as you want, but start small, start with the foundations. And then I also, um, gut health is a huge part of it too, because if your if your body can't actually break down and digest what you're eating, whether it's food or your supplements, then you're not getting the most out of it then either. And then it's kind of just mm-hmm. a waste of money also. Yep. Yeah. So, and then you take the greens as well, right? Yes. And the reds. I don't take reds. Okay. Yeah. So I take greens. Um, I, yeah, I take them. I actually take the men's multivitamin. Um, mm-hmm. I, cause I take the fish oil. Uh, so let's see, I take fish oil, men's multi and a vitamin D every day. Perfect. Um, even though us gingers are more efficient at making vitamin D. That's why we burn so fast. Uh, but that's, that's generally what I take. Um, and I, I think that's, uh, you know, definitely the micro factors. Like if you don't want to delve into maybe what your body specifically feels better on, you mm-hmm. want to take that time. Those micro factor packs are definitely good for a starter person because they come in these cover little packets. Mm-hmm. Yep. They come in these little packets that just cover your basics until maybe you want to nerd out or you want to go with Jessica here and, and <laughs> learn a little bit more about your own nutrition um, and have her guide you a little bit more specifically. Uh, but those are definitely good options. And I, I, I do agree hundred percent that the greens as well help with your gut. Um, again, you know, I, I wish I could eat like a rabbit. Um, I wish I could eat a pound of spinach a day, and, oh, you know, but <laughs> you know, um, I, I honestly, like I do my best to get like my fruits and vegetables also, mm-hmm. but I hate vegetables. Like I don't <laughs> always enjoy it. Yep. So let's be perfectly clear about that. You don't have to always, I mean, sometimes you got to do things you don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. Sometimes you got to hide it in the food. <laughs> yep. But if you're going to blend them up in shakes, make sure you look at your teeth before you go into work. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> no, just good kidding. Tip. If you got a good blender, then you should be fine. But if you don't, I would definitely check for those spinach little yeah, things that get in your teeth. For sure. <laughs> or the other day, it was really funny because my so uh my wife, I just got done drinking some greens, and I usually do a good job of you know wiping my mustache out, but she was like, Why is your mustache moldy? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's because I had green in the corners. I'm like, I'm just trying oh, to be extra Irish today. That's there you what I- go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but I think those are all really good recommendations for sure. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you, you've gone and you've gotten your certification, you've helped tons mm-hmm. of people. Um, how are you enjoying, uh, being, uh, you know, again, going from nine to five to work and I joke and say 24 seven, but I mean, you're pretty it's much true. on call with, yeah. you know, you're not just giving up a boss, right. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. clients now. So, uh, what are some things that maybe you enjoy most about working for yourself and helping others with, with nutrition? Oh man, I actually get to be a mom again, which has been really, really cool. Um, which I think makes life, I mean, being a mom is being a parent is obviously like one of the hardest things ever. Uh, but especially when we're like chasing kids around and everybody's all over the state and (laughs) I think I've definitely 
more busy now than I ever have been in my entire life as a mom, like just the mom life stuff. Um, but to be there for them and be able to get them where they needed to be. And it, that's been a hundred percent, the best part of it. Oh, definitely. That's awesome. I, I love that. And again, you know, it's not for everyone, but I know uh, me personally uh, growing up and it, it's probably a big thing that my dad and I had really good grandparents as well, but um, I knew I wanted to be a dad. Like I didn't know mm-hmm. necessarily what I wanted to be when I grew up, but I knew I would have kids and I knew I'd be a dang good dad. And that's something yeah. that, that I appreciate and not, it's not for everyone. Some people don't right. ever want to have kids. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to have kids, don't have kids. Like <laughs> it's not a, it's not a rite of passage. It's not anything you have to do. Um, but there is something fulfilling about, and I'm sure you've been able to provide even better opportunities for your children because now you aren't tied into a desk at work, but you, you're able to, again, travel the state. I mean, you've got travel ball going on, um, mm-hmm. and all the, you know, wrestling tournaments and things like that going on that you may not have been able to support as much as you do now. Exactly. Uh, Especially yeah. my younger ones. I mean, my, my oldest is in high school this year, so he has a right, you know, to get where he needs to be, but for the younger ones to be able to get to practices and get to games that we may not necessarily have been able to get them to before, because we're both at work. Um, it's been, really satisfying. And I think that that helps a lot, uh, on the days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? (laughs) What was I thinking? Why did I get myself into this to get out of the house and get them, watch them play? It just, okay. I don't, it's been worth it. (laughs) I don't know. I still don't know sometimes how I'm going to make things work, but it's so, so worth it. And I think they see it in me because I'm enjoying life much more than before. Yeah. And that, that's definitely a thing too, you know, that you, your kids see that you're taking these steps and they know that they don't have to be tied to that nine to five. They can mm-hmm. find a passion and pursue it and be successful at it at the same time. And I think that's, that's key to be able to teach our kids. Cause I know, you know, when I, it was funny, cause I told my grandma, you know, I was doing a podcast and came up in conversation and she was like, well, what's that? And she was like, well, you're still working. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so I still, I still have my nine to five, but like, that's not the goal eventually is to not have to be tied into something or to, you know, the traditional sense, especially from our grandparents is you retire and, you know, but then by the time, and I've noticed this too, is that a lot of people, they don't take care of tying the nutrition thing and, you know, they don't take care of their nutrition until their retirement. And then at that point, they're so broken down, they can't enjoy retirement. Right. So now they just kind Mm -hmm. of sit on the couch and, uh, you know, sometimes they do hobbies and they've got things that they enjoy to do, but most people at retirement age either can't afford to retire or physically they can't afford to retire because, uh, they need the health insurance or maybe they can, they, they go on, uh, I always get Medicare and Medicaid mixed up, but the one that's for retirees, Medicare, uh, yeah, Medicare. So, you know, they, they have to, live off of that instead of being able to go out and enjoy their retirement. Whereas for me, and I feel like a lot of people of, of our generation that we want to, and we want to share with our kids as well, that we want to be able to retire into something, never officially be done. Right. We're always wanting to progress and get better so that when we do get older, we're just enjoying life just as much as we did in our, maybe our thirties or forties. And uh, it seems like you're building that up as well. Yeah. That quality of life. I think a lot of people, and it's sad, I think, because they work so hard for so long 
and finally get to the point where they're retired and they have this life that they can go live. But like you said, like their health is so poor or they can't financially afford to go do anything. I don't want that. I like, that's one of my biggest fears in life is to get to that point and not be able to live life after I've not lived life because I was working so much for somebody else. Yep, exactly. So that's, that's a huge fear that I have. And I don't want, I want better for myself, but I also want my kids to know that there's more. Yep. And I want to be able to just be like, well, (laughs) sucks that you have to work. I'm taking your kids and we're going to Disney world. Like (laughs) yeah, your kids can come too. Yep. So I was talking to some of the baseball moms this weekend and I was like, man, you know how excited I am to just be able to take my kids to the swimming pool this year. Like I've Mm -hmm. never been able to just take my kids to the pool and hang out. And now I get to do that this summer. So I'm really excited about that. That (laughs) Like the small things, man. It just, yeah, that's what keeps you going. Exactly. hundred percent. And again, you know, a, a lot of people don't think about, and I want to stress this, especially because, you know, you're here, uh, people need to understand that nutrition, it's literally a part of your daily lives. Like my wife mm-hmm. is a stickler about making sure that Supreme gas gets put in her car and like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> but it's, you know, like I always make sure it's, it's in her car, the right gas. Right. And so like, but why can't we be the same about our, our nutrition? Mm-hmm. Again, this is the one body you're getting. You may not feel like you have a Ferrari. Maybe you've got a, a diesel truck. I don't know, but like <laughs> it still requires specific yeah. nutrition to get you there. You don't have to try and be a CrossFit athlete. You just have to, you know, know what your goals are and then know what works best for your body and then keeping it simple so that every once in a while, you know, you can go out to eat and enjoy going out to eat. It's not going to throw you off. But when it, when it becomes a cheesecake is part of your daily habit, you know, that's then we might have a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, fried Brussels sprouts, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that I love, I love the simplicity of it. Um, what are some other things maybe that I'm not bringing up here that you like to discuss with people or maybe that you want the listeners to know about as far as nutrition is concerned? Um, oh man, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is just keep it simple. Realize that it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, and I think that that's part of why I stress like a sustainable approach so much and like the real learning what flexibility actually is. Um, Because you're going to have those times where your kids have a birthday party and you're going to want to eat the cake and that's okay. So learning what your food is actually made of so that you know how to put things together better. That's, that's really where I love helping people learn those things. That's why my program has so much education built into it. Because I think that if you don't understand it, then when I turn you loose, you're automatically going to go back to the same habits that you had before. So there's a lot of lifestyle habits, a lot of education in my program for that reason. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I know we, we kind of laugh and we get frustrated sometimes when kids ask why, but Mm -hmm. that question never really goes away as we Mm -hmm. get older it just gets suppressed. And I think that, you know, what you just pointed out just now, educating people, letting people Mm -hmm. know why, uh, so that they are willing to do it rather than just saying, well, protein is good for you, you know, and then just being like, okay, well, and not knowing and not wanting to search it out for themselves. Um, I think that becomes the problem and why it isn't sustainable. And so, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I've never been the, because I said so parent. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not that kind of mom. I don't respond well to people who like, won't explain why I need to be doing things. Like 
I want to know why, if you tell me why, and it makes sense to me, then I'm way more likely to do it. So I'm, I'm not that kind of mom. I'm not that kind of coach. I will teach you exactly why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I did want to bring up, I just reminded myself because I saw the arrows in the back there. So you're, you're getting into archery hunting. <laughs> you're yeah. like, wait, where are they at? I'm like, yes, I, I recognize, I I recognize right his arrows. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're getting into, you've, you've been hunting, right. And mm-hmm. I, I heard that you went full, uh, I don't know, not full of cowgirl, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you went, you went version full. that did not actually happen. Right. There you go. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> he was like, she was elbow deep in the rib cage oh of this deer. Gosh. Oh, that part. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I so like fully enjoyed cleaning that deer. Yeah, it was exactly. the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. So you went full, you went, I, I, I don't know what the word would be. What, what would I say for, from, I don't know. You just went like, uh, anyway, I don't know. I full, said full Apache, whatever. but I don't yeah, know. There you go. That full, was right. Full Apache, but you know, just full, just uh, original man, woman, like just kind of what, <laughs> what, what we were born to do. Right. You just went yeah. full mountain woman. There we go. That's, that's <laughs> the word go. I was looking for. Uh, when, when you had your first uh, harvest and you're getting into bow hunting, mm-hmm. what are some things that maybe, how, how would you tie nutrition? Because again, you recommended lean meat. So right. obviously if people can get game meat, that's the best right. red lean meat that you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does that tie into your passion for nutrition hunting? Um, quality, <laughs> quality and, um, being able to depend on ourselves is really, I mean, being able to depend on ourselves and harvest our own meat. That's why we wanted to get into hunting. Um, and then in between that process of like learning and getting into hunting and actually getting our tags the first year um, kind of was when all the nutrition stuff started to unfold. So then learning, this is literally like the highest quality meat that you could get because they're up in the mountains. None of that stuff has been touched with pesticides or, you know, and we really, we don't know what the cows and the chickens at the store have been eating. So I've really just wanted quality meat. I mean, you look at, like, if you look at, um, who's one, Steven Ronella, you watch meat eater. Like if you watch a lot of his episodes where he shows him younger and now he looks the exact same. And I think that that really speaks to the quality of food that he's eating because he's out there hunting, harvesting all of his food all year round. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I, so I, think, I agree with that. I mean, it all ties into what I'm putting in my own body, but also what I'm feeding my kids. Yeah. And what's interesting to me. So generally with beef, cause my, my wife, she's got a thing where she won't eat game meat cause she knows where it came from. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a mental barrier that, you know, some people have, they generally yeah, do. Yeah. Um, but even with beef, for example, we go and we'll split, uh, a cow from a local mm-hmm. butcher three ways with two other families. And, um, and so we know it's grass fed free range checks, all the boxes, no, uh, steroids, antibiotics, all that stuff. Um, so I think that's even, and again, that supports local business, U S companies, like you can go down the, the, yes, it's costs a little bit more, but you know, that you're getting high quality nutrition. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting to me that even with that beef, uh, if you take three cuts of meat and you look at the, maybe just the the steak that you pick up at, at the store, you take the steak that you get from this local butcher, and then you take a, a cut of a backstrap of an elk the shades of red 
are dramatically different. It's almost mm-hmm. purple on an elk. And then the lean, the, the meat from the butcher is somewhere in between. It's a good solid red, but it's not like pinkish red, like what you get at the, at the store. Um, and I learned recently that has to do with like the, the hemoglobin that's actually mm-hmm. in the blood. Um, and it's, it's more, it's higher in game meat because they're out running the mountains all day. And so, uh, that's just something that it's the oxygen that's available in the muscles at the time, basically for, for people that aren't as, again, as nerdy about it as we are, yeah, but, yeah. uh, but basically it's just a higher quality cut of meat. And so I challenge anyone out there that if you have those three different cuts that you can lay out on the counter, look at it, you will be shocked. Um, but I, I think that's awesome that you guys wanted to incorporate knowing where your meat came from. And again, if you're not a hunter, just go find your local butcher and take care of it that way. That way, you Mm -hmm. know, you're getting a high quality beef and you can choose the cuts that you want. And a couple other families, if you split it with them, they'll be appreciative of it as well. Right. Get a little bit of education out there in the community. So, um, I think the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's great. Um, great recommendations as well. And so we covered everything today. I think I, I don't really have any other questions for you. I mean, we talked about, you know, family getting outside. You guys are very active family, um, mm-hmm. hunting, you know, sports, going to the pool again, keeping it simple. Doesn't have to be crazy. Y'all don't have to go chase elk, like uh, wild men, like, you know, men and women that we are, but uh, just get outside, get some good nutrition, keep it simple. Um, do you have any openings right now for your, yes, okay. I am. Yep. I have one-on-one spots open. Okay. So if you guys are looking, if you're women, men, sorry, you're excluded from this. Oh, well, sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, you can come talk to me. I'll give you some general stuff. I'm not as cool as Jessica here, but um, I can get you down the right road. Uh, but Jessica here, she specializes in helping women get on the right track with nutrition, um, you know, set up a one-on-one call with her. I'll leave links down below as to how you can get a hold of Jessica. Um, but, you know, with any, do you have any parting comments or anything that you want uh, people to know? No, I mean, I just really like digging. It's hard. It's boring. It's not always exciting, but it's so worth it when you can finally figure out what works for you and find something that you can stick to. So just figure it out, try different things, stick to it. Stop trying to do like crazy restrictive, cut everything out, hate your life, (laughs) fad diets, Mm -hmm. do like, do it the right way. Take longer, be patient. It'll work and it'll be worth it. Exactly. I think the key there guys was to uh, what works for you. And again, Mm -hmm. if you're a woman, Jessica will help you figure that out. So uh, go, go check her out. I'll leave the links down below us to where we can find her. And uh, I don't know if you want to, do you prefer Instagram? Where do you prefer that they, they check you out? Yeah. Instagram is fine. I am Mrs. Radness on Instagram. Everything is there on my page. And then all my links are in my bio as well. Cool. And do you have a, you've got a website too, as well. Uh-huh. Um, bedrock nutrition and lifestyle awesome. also linked on my Instagram. Cause that's a lot to remember. <laughs> yeah, and bedrock nutrition, again, going with the foundation guys, she's keeping it simple yep. <laughs> and sustainable for you. So, uh, go check her out. If you have any questions, um, hope you guys have an amazing day. Thanks again, Jessica, for, for being Thank on you. with us. And as I always say, guys, get out, live your life and love it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it because for real, Jessica is awesome. If you're looking for some help, if you're a woman, sorry guys, uh, you know, Jessica's not going to help you out. I'm willing to help you out. You're not going to get the knowledge base that she has, uh, but she definitely specializes in women's health, which is amazing. Something that women need 
because they just constantly give, 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 give. So I'm glad she's focusing on women and having women clients. Go check Jessica out. I'll leave the links down below where you can find her and, uh, and all the social medias that she's on. And other than that, guys, also, uh, I failed to mention earlier, but go join Redbeard's Fit Crew on Facebook. Uh, Redbeard's Fit Crew. I do giveaways. We do challenges. But more than that, uh, you gain a group of friends that will help support you in your goals, maybe have experienced something that you're going through and can help you get through it. Uh, whatever it may be, go find that over at Redbeard's Fit Crew. Um, I just love that group. Such a good private Facebook group for good individuals wanting to up their fitness game, wanting to get outside as much as possible and just get out and live their life and love it, which is what I'm all about. So you guys have a great weekend, spend it with loved ones. And of course, get out, live your life and love it.